So one, two, three, one, two, three. Probando, probando. Y bless table, the only cooking show that doesn't feature any food. Bless table, the only cooking show that went to wash a man in the middle of Siberia went to wash a for the past uh, several several hours and it goes something like this plus table the only cooking show that went to wash a man plus table the only cooking show that went to wash a man in the middle of the place Five hours and flew fifteen. Let's Maybe I should close the window now. Welcome back to Plus Table, the only, only, only cooking show that cooks with a shaman. Tonight. We have a very, very amazing story. And I know that I'd say, I say the word amazing too often. But this time is totally worth it. How many of you know or have ever met a shaman? A real shaman, not somebody with a mantia, with a cape. Type of shaman that can it change the laws of the universe. The type of shaman that will pull a leg from a cow. That type of shaman. The type of shaman that has a special dress. The type of shaman that can alter reality. The type of shaman that doesn't need ayahuasca or anything to smoke. That's not me. I would love to have something to smoke. I would love to have 
type of shaman But then I would not be the true, true, true Shaman When I met the shaman I said, you know I am plesman It's almost like a shaman He said, um, who's your grandfather? Who's your father? Why are you not visiting a shaman from the Amazons? Good question, I said. They're in quarantine. They cannot leave their treehouse. They order everything for delivery. Delivery of bananas. Delivery of herbs. They have a special system there, uh, very advanced, like drones, but they have um, eagles. The eagles drop off the food, the medicine, and they also have, um, if they order something else, like some products, then they can come in giraffes. <laughs> Yeah, I thought giraffes. Yes, giraffes, because giraffes can deliver in second, third, and fourth etage floors because of their long neck. Somebody told me that giraffes are aggressive. Whoever knows about giraffes' aggressiveness, please, I beg you to comment below. Where would you comment? I don't know. If you see somewhere to comment, comment. I know about giraffes. They are very aggressive. Or, I mean, what animal is not aggressive? If you're living in this earth, you need to be aggressive. Well, koalas are not aggressive. And look, there's like 10 left. So back to the shaman. Back to the shaman story. Oh my God. What can I say? So in the beginning, from, from day one, how did I end up meeting a shaman? It all began with my friend who also looks like a shaman because he's wearing also a mantia, which in, in Russian means a cape. And he said, Alfredo, would you like to go to the heart of Siberia? I said, I, I never thought about this, uh, but I would not dislike it. What is in the heart of Siberia? He said, uh, best water, best air, and there's also shaman, shamans. And I thought, okay, I can meet a shaman. I can drink great water, and I love to breathe clean air. Actually, first time I decided to travel by myself from New York was because I met a group of Stockholmers to whom I rented my Airbnb in my Airbnb days. Great days. 
And they all were sick because of New York dirty air. <laughs> it's true. It's totally true. They were all coughing, all these uh, chirrups, querubines. They were all coughing. And I thought, what's, what's wrong, guys? This was pre-COVID, uh, of course. They said this air of this city is so dirty. And they were all blonde and beautiful. And I thought, where, where the fuck are you from? Stockholm. And I thought, okay, I need to go to Stockholm because I've been too long in this city. And probably my lungs are filled with this air. So I left to Stockholm to breathe pure air. And when I got there, I met some wonderful people in Stockholm. Tripping balls So much that I got lost In the middle of the street And then the guy came and rescued me His name is Nima, what a guy He said, don't worry, we all are very high And I can take care of another one like you completely completely lost we were talking about the shaman from Altai Altai is a region in Russia people are uh, looking very similar to the Mongolian people and uh, it's a it's a vast region and uh, it is incredibly rich in nature vistas or views Beautiful mountains and plains and colors are magnificent. Some red mountains, some blue mountains, green mountains. The water, I can tell you something, in my whole existence, that's because I didn't travel to the Amazons when I was living in Venezuela. But I never, ever in my life tasted something so amazing, so pure, so delicate to the mouth, so nurturing and refreshing than the water from Altai. Flowing through every little waterfall. So we stop with the car, we fill our bottles of water, and oh my God, this water. So we headed towards the Shaman. We took an airplane, five hours. Then we took a car. We drove around three to four hours, slept on a hotel, continued driving, slept on a, uh, on a um, tent, they call them 
palatka, 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 palatka. Palatka is the word that I learned in my Russian trip. Palatka and also um, to make a fire in the palatka, to eat and to have heat. This type of fire is called... Oh my God, how am I going to forget this? My two friends are listening and are thinking, oh, this guy really didn't learn anything. Only palatka, maybe it's not even palatka. So I will think for one second. Let's see. It begins with a C, maybe with an A. I don't remember. Well, we'll leave it for later. Don't worry. It's an asterisk here. I'll come back to this. The thing is that we drove in a total of 15 hours. 15 hours driving. We slept four times in Palatka. I never, never in my life slept in Palatka, making a fire and cooking in the wild and going to the bathroom. Yeah, this was very interesting to go to the bathroom. I mean, you can pee, anybody can pee, but what about number two? It's okay, guys, to talk about number two. We all do it, at least once a day. It should be, this is the logic way. So, yeah, it was a very, very interesting experience. I actually, I recorded it. So whoever wants to see this, me going to number two in the middle of the forest, well, just let me know and I will send you this link. It's a private link. It's basically porn. <laughs> actually, it's not porn because there's no genitals showing. But I mean, it's prohibited. So this, this link will be available to whoever has the necessity of, of seeing what, how is this process. Because I understand many of you are city citizens who have never been in the wild. I am one of those. And if I was listening to this podcast not being me, I would say, yeah, man, send me this link. I will check it out, how you do number two in the middle of the forest. And that way, I will live through your experience and I will be completely free from having to do this to complete my life in this earth. <laughs> so, 15 hours driving, four days sleeping in Palatka, uh, making this fire that I still don't remember the name, going and going and going through rivers, through mountains, there were two main events, finding the shaman and also finding the golden branch. Finding the golden branch. Finding the golden branch. Watch out, finding the golden branch. We are here to find it. Finding the golden branch. Yeah, yeah. Finding the golden branch. Long story longer. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to 
finish this uh, podcast early because the sun is hitting my face. There's some flowers that need to be uh, taken care of. I need to change the water in these beautiful flowers. All the apartment smells of beautiful flowers. And um, so I am a man who does not believe in magic. But I have seen and I have experienced things that are impossible to explain by science. When I say impossible, I mean possible, but almost impossible. For example, once I said, um, if magic exists, and if this uh, thing that just happened to me, which I don't remember what it was, is really magic, then it means that I can order anything from the machine of wishes. So let's see, I will order now a girlfriend. I thought, let me order a girlfriend. I was single at the time. I want a girlfriend, beautiful girlfriend that I can talk to all night. Caught two, somebody came knocking at the door. And I was having a little party with a couple of friends only in my small apartment in Chelsea. When I opened the door, all my God, Brit was there. She was very pissed that my music was loud. And she said, listen, I appreciate Radiohead as well, but tomorrow I need to wake up and I cannot sleep if you continue to play and to shout through the window because I am right on top of you, 16.05. And I thought, Wow, 16.05, I am 15.05, this is great. And you could listen to radio, that encourages me to sing even louder. So why don't you come in and have a little smoke, a little drink, a little dance, a little spin, a little kiss. And she said, are you crazy? She was in her pajamas. But I knew this was a sign, so I basically pulled her in and we spent one week without stopping. It was just non-stop love, kiss, fuck, talk, and no sleep. That was great. Long kiss, no sleep. That was great. No kiss, no sleep. Only fucking and talking and also kiss. That was great. So I was very, I was shocked about this. And then I said, okay, machine of wishes, if you are delivering me so many things, uh, so many wishes, then I will order. I always wanted to live on a, on a loft. I don't know why, because I had this thought that loft is cool. So I want a loft. One week after I was in a loft, really, it just happened. Basically, I opportunity arose and I took this opportunity it was the same price as my apartment I moved and I was in a loft then I thought okay this is unlimited then I want uh, one million dollars and then I thought no 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 what am I gonna do with one, one million the idea is that I need uh, the thing what is the thing the thing that I want I said okay um, 
I would like to learn to employ this million dollars in a movie in the quickest way possible. How is that? I don't know, something like throwing $100,000 to a filmmaking exercise. And that was the thing that, that came out of my head as a wish. How can I uh, throw to a filmmaking exercise $100,000 in and I can have my favorite teachers and classmates um, in this production. And the next day, and this is 199% completely, oh my God, wait a second, somebody's calling me. What is this? Let's answer together. Здравствуйте. Oh my God, thank you for this free information. <sighs> so teacher entered the room the day after uh, this wish came and he said, you need to pitch me an idea and whoever wins the pitch will direct everybody else and we'll have the best three teachers in the school working with you for one week. You will write the script and you will shoot a short film. We will close down a street in Chinatown. We'll rent lights and generators. We will do casting. There will be extras. And um, just so you know, this effort will amount to approximately $100,000. So I suggest that you guys uh, buckle up and try to win. When I heard 100,000. I understood that this was my dream, my my wish. So even though I didn't prepare, I didn't know, I, I didn't want to pitch because that class was full of uh, demons. I rose my hand and I pitched something that came to my head improvising as I was walking, just step by step. Oh my God, I wish I knew what I was smoking during that week because how was I so brave, really? I don't even understand how was I so brave, but I did it. And everybody else pitched. We were around eight or nine pitches. Pitches. <laughs> we were around eight or nine pitches. We were around eight or nine pitches. Of course, mine won because the story wouldn't be, you would not be listening to the story if I didn't win. And I directed this thing called The Witches of Cortland Alley. Now I should rename it The Peaches of Cortland Alley. And uh, even though the result was uh, kind of awful, it was an extraordinary experience that I learned a lot from. Back to the shaman, please. And this will be only five more minutes of podcast because I'm already blind from the light. Wow. Listen to this. I'm already blind from the light. Listening to the shaman. I'm already blind from the light. 
already blind from the light. Uh, just in case you want to listen to this in Spanish, I will do a second version in Spanish immediately. So I need to end this. 15 days, 5 days, palatka, uh, fired, I don't know how it's called in Russian. Finally, some kids in the street said, the shaman lives in, this, in the house with a green fence. We moved, they said, the shaman lives next door. We knocked, the shaman said, who are you? I said, I'm from Venezuela. I come to see the shaman. And he said, come tomorrow at 8 a.m. And we went the next day. That day we finally slept in a hotel. A spider fell in my face. And they say, this is good luck. The next day we woke up at 7.30 and drove towards the Shaman. What I thought was magic was nothing compared to what I experienced. Oh my God. What I experienced was every fear and pleasure combined into one instant looking through the whole of existence and shifting understanding upside down. So we left after two hours. We packed our things in the car and we drove back 15 hours. Took a flight, arrived to Moscow. Reborn, refreshed, renewed, resampled. What will I do now that I'm reborn, refreshed, restart, and renew? Well, uh, the same that I that I have been doing the past five, ten, fifteen, twenty, forty, two years. this came to be because I got this message today. This message, this message said something like this. O sea que es una cámara que es una cámara perico, te lo juro que la vaina es una locura, o sea, yo, te, yo nunca he visto una vaina así de una jeva con una cámara en la cabeza y la jeva es toda, weón. <risa> 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 so, so maybe this part is not for it's not about the shaman, the eh, sabías que la palabra totona totona viene era un dulce anteriormente en Venezuela. 
Well, I, I tell you, so now we have a little bit of um, history as well, of Venezuelan history, about some words. So, plus table, the only cooking show that doesn't feature any food. The cooking show is back again with some stories to tell you. Tomorrow we'll talk about the flowers. We'll maybe talk about something else a little more entertaining. And if you ask me about the shaman, maybe I'll answer you tomorrow night. Just let me know. What you would like to know about this experience.